Boom. See? There we go. <laughs> now it's recording. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to our podcast. As you can tell in the intro, we were overthinking it way too much. <laughs> right. And that's definitely not what this is supposed to be. Like we do have a little list of things we want to talk about and like things we want to talk about per episode and things. But also we don't want to agonize over like what we're saying or like planning things. Oh, yeah, no, it's just a it's casual, chill. Chill. friendly yeah. banter that, and that's what it should be and stay as. Um, but today we are going to tackle a really fun and exciting topic, in my opinion. Yes, we're going to be talking about figuring out your sexuality, mainly off of um, our own experiences. Um, so we'll start talking about that, and then kind of. Like, it's very different today than it was when we were younger and we were coming out. It really ages us when we're like, we <laughs> yeah. were younger. But to be fair, that was like, what, like two, oh, math, like six years ago. Yeah. At least. And for I mean, me. the world then, was, yeah. yeah, and for me it was like, what, seven, eight? Yeah. yeah. So, and the world was very different then. I mean. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, we'll kind of explore those okay. things. <laughs> I think we, we finally got our last episode posted, um, which was about hobbies as well. It says it'll post in an hour, but by the time this is out, that will be posted, which is crazy. <laughs> now know, it sounds I'm like an so actual excited. podcast. Right. Oh, it feels really good because it does. Like we mentioned in the last podcast, we have really, really been wanting to do this for a while now. So it's really exciting to finally see it all happening. And I don't know. I'm really proud of us. I feel good. I am too. Yeah. I feel very, I feel like we're very cool. We're, <laughs> we are cool. We're so cool. <laughs> Um, so, would you like to take us into day one of discovering your sexuality or your gay awakening moments or, you know? You know, I think I'm actually going to yield to you because you were oh. the first one to come out. I think oh. we'll go chronologically and okay. we can kind of say, um, like, when you, when you started to figure things out, like, when, did you, did you know earlier on before you came out? Yes, I actually did. I remember there's actually one distinct memory that I have that always sticks with me. And it was in at Eastside Elementary when I was in like third grade. I was playing basketball with, you actually know her. I will not name drop her, but... I was Tell playing, me afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was playing basketball with her and I remember there was a moment where I started trying to like show off because I was like, oh, I'm into her. And then I kind of got, like, cold in my body and stood up, and I was like, wait, I'm not supposed to like girls like that. Like, that's mm. weird. You can't do that. So that's... You knew that it was, like, a different... Yeah. Thing. Like, it was right. definitely, like, oh, like, what am I trying to do? And I really pushed that to the side. And I think for a while, I never really questioned... I remember there was these YouTubers, um, Alex Birdie and Jake something, and they were both trans um, men. And I loved their podcast, and they were dating one another. And I would watch them all the time, probably from, like, 13, I want to say, like, 15 years old. Okay. And I was always very interested in them, but I didn't understand why. Right. I couldn't put my finger on why do right. I think they're so cool? Why do I love their content? All of that. And I think I really played into the straight girl and trying to fit what society wanted from me. Mm -hmm. And my friend group, I mean, at the time, the girl that I was best friends with, really tried to push me. She was like, oh, um, boys aren't going to like you if you dress like that because I like to dress more masculine. Okay. Sorry. Okay, sorry. We're, <laughs> we're kind of like, we're, I'm like, wait, who said this? Like, I know a lot of the story, but but yeah, I wanted to know who the name was. So we're like silently like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're name dropping to each other in silence. Right. Um, but she yeah, was I like, didn't like her. No, I, about. she was very mean. She was horrible to me, honestly. Not a, mm -hmm. not what a good friend should be at all. And um, 
she would tell me, oh, you know, men aren't going to like you if you dress like this and blah, 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 because I was very masculine. And so I think, you know, freshman And you were very sporty. Very well. sporty, yeah. yes. Very athletic, very masculine. And so there was a time period there where I was really trying to fit what I think society wanted, what my friends wanted, what my mom wanted from me. And I was, you know, doing this, and it felt so fake. I never felt comfortable in myself. I never... I feel like when I look back at photos, too, I look at myself and I go, she was awkward and uncomfortable and she didn't know herself. Mm-hmm. And so I was in this weird phase. And then my um, best friend and I at the time, we were sitting down in the basement one day and I saw Orange is the New Black. And I was like, at what age? At what age? Probably like 14. Okay. Yeah. 14 or 15 years old. And... We're sitting there, and this is actually funny because I did have a couple encounters with men after this. Like, you know, it's a whole journey trying to figure out yourself right. and all of that. So and we're like 14 or 15, and we sit down, and we watch Orange is the New Black. And, oh, my God, I don't know why, but I was like, Ruby Rose? That girl? Not the Ruby no, Rose. No, I know. That's the worst part. I hate to say Ruby Rose. And also, Allie Hills. That was another YouTuber that I was really obsessed yes. with at the time that I was like, oh, she is fine. Okay, we're going to need to, like, pause for a second and, like, talk about the YouTubers. Like, you finish your story and yeah. then we can talk about that because that was that's so important thing. to me. Yes. But before we even move on to that, I feel like Ruby Rose is, like, maybe, like, a yellow flag to, like, and, like, mm, Orange is the New Black. Yeah. But someone the other day was like, oh, I was obsessed with Piper. And I was like, okay, fucking that's red flag. Crazy. Like, yeah, that's crazy. you liked Piper, are you kidding me? <laughs> You're um yeah so I was like Ruby Rose is so hot so then I was like oh my god like am I bisexual Mm. so then I kind of like had like a little moment with myself and I was like I think I'm bisexual so then I came out to my best friend at the time and was like hey like I think I'm bisexual she was like that's cool like whatever and I was like okay I didn't really have you know any other gay people to really experience or explore those feelings that I was having and the representation at the time on TV like orange is the new black was like it was like that yeah I, I mean Callie from Grey's Anatomy and like and I mean, Arizona it was, very small. It was like it very, was very few nothing yeah. right right and so I was you know battling this and I mean it's scary when especially in where we grew up that especially when I came out there was no one else that I knew of that was obviously there was others but right. that were openly out it was slim to none yeah and so it was very intimidating and I think scary just being like oh my right. god I'm having these feelings and what am I going to be the weirdo that's even though it's mm-hmm. not weirdo mm-hmm. or anything like that but at the time I was scared of that and because even if you aren't homophobic like you don't have that internalized homophobia having any sort of realization about yourself that like changes your perception of yourself it's it's hard to assimilate that it's kind of world shattering in a way because you just discovered a whole and arguably a very giant part of yourself that you didn't know yeah it's kind of like how did i not know this before like it's kind of it rock it does rock rock your world because you're like what else do i not know (laughs) (laughs) why don't i know anything about myself and so i think it's interesting for like queer kids queer people like whatever age you realize that there's people who realize you know start figuring out their sexuality later in life or even earlier than us like people who are like nine and they're like i think i like blah 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 you know but i think that for anyone who has this sort of experience it really is transformative and in that if you look at it a certain way you can be like wow okay i am going to approach the world differently because i've had this experience that shows me how 
much I can change and I don't know I think no, I think it really gives you a certain it gives like, you a new perspective on life right. and how you view yourself and the experiences and who you are as an individual yes for sure yeah so um yeah I like discovered that I kind of came out and then I was dating a man at the time that I was discovering all of this and I then was like oh my god I'm lesbian <laughs> so then, I was like, I gotta break up this this guy and Oops. <laughs> oopsies. So I broke up with him and then I kinda, you know, started coming out to all of my friends. And I remember one of them, my really good friend at the time, I went to outdoor ed we had together and I sat down and I was oh my god, I was so upset. Which is so silly when I think about it now. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh sweet baby. But I was crying and my friend was like, Oh, Paisley, like what's wrong? Are you pregnant? And she was, like, so worried. And then I was like, no, I'm gay. And she was like, oh. The better option. <laughs> Definitely the better yes. option. And she was like, why are you crying? Aww. She was like, there's nothing wrong with that. She was like, yeah. I thought something was wrong. And I was like, no. And I think that moment really made it all feel a lot better. Like, I was like, oh, this is sweet. This is good. And it kind of made me feel more comfortable having such a positive. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone friend-wise that I came out to was so freaking supportive Mm -hmm. it was beautiful I didn't have a single friend that was like "Mm, I'm not going to be friends with you or you're not someone I want to be around or change in front of or like weird stuff like that like it was Mm -hmm. all very sweet and I felt very accepted Mm -hmm. so that was really nice that is very good and then um when I came out to my father he was like oh I always knew and so when did you come out to your dad so I came out to them probably, I want to say like maybe like a few weeks after I started coming out to everyone else. Okay. And it was pretty, <laughs> it's actually a really funny story as to why I came out to him. He like, <laughs> when I came back from school, they had gone through my notebook and my ex-boyfriend had wrote a note about us having sex and my parents had found it and were Are like- Are you serious? Oh yeah. And they were so pissed at me and they were like- what is like oh my god they're so mad so they came over and I was like in trouble they're giving me like a whole speech and I was like it doesn't even matter because I'm gay <laughs> so you came out to end an argument yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> so oh god not I know my laugh was way too loud in that right like, we're looking at the like audio like, thing now and it's like ooh, <laughs> um yeah so I came out during an argument and then he was like oh like I always knew and all of that and he was super sweet and he was like don't tell your mom I'll tell your mom later and Mm. I was like hmm okay and all of that I think my mom really really struggled with my sexuality for a while there yeah and you know everyone else was really supportive and I mean there's always the weird things where maybe a grandma or something is like trying to like they never said anything outright disrespectful but Maybe it was like a, nah, they don't really understand or whatnot. But my um, dad's mom, who I tell everyone is my literal best friend and a woman I look up to. So, I mean, she truly inspires me all the time. And she has always been, and same with my grandfather, they have both been just the biggest supporters. And I can talk about anything and, you know, taking women on dates and hooking up with women. And they're so comfortable with it. And it's just really wonderful to have that. Like, I feel very grateful to have that relationship with them. Yeah. And the ability to discuss things like that with them makes yeah. me feel very special. So, yeah. Because I think, like, you you really care about your, you as in people, care about 
you know, your central family, like your parents and your siblings. And, yeah. and, and, and having that is so key. But it's also nice to have like these relatives and other people yeah, and, and just kind of grow this, this you, bubble of like, acceptance and love. And no, love and exactly. And it was so sweet. The um, other day I was at my grandparents and you know, this was like a few months ago and I forget what we were talking about, but I think I was telling a story to the whole family about like me hooking up with some girl and it was so cute afterwards my grandma pulled me aside and she was like that was beautiful the whole family was comfortable the whole family laughed and she was like this is what our family needs and was it like a funny story or something or yeah was it, it was like... just like a funny yeah oh, it was like a super light-hearted yeah. funny story that I was just telling and I was like hey guys I just wanted to tell you all this and I mean it was just so beautiful and it was so sweet when she pulled me aside and said that I was like it made me feel good yeah because so. it wasn't you weren't othered in any way. It was just no. something that you were talking about. It's like, I'm talking about a, you know, relationship yeah. or whatever, like, just like anyone else would. Exactly. And I love that my grandma pulled me aside and was like, this is what our family needs. Like, this is good for us. Mm. And I don't know. It was Yay. really sweet. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. So. I love that for you. I really yeah. do. So, so everything worked out in the end. And now I'm, you know, very confident. Very gay. Very gay. <laughs> very gay. Very confident in myself. I think there's not a time anymore that, you know, I never think I had any internalized homophobia, but I definitely think there was moments where maybe I'd be a little scared to hold a girl's hand because of what mm. someone's going to think. Or I had a lot of, you know, I think when I was younger, a lot of moments like that. And now I'm like, who cares? I'm happy. And if you have a problem that is on you, Period. not what I'm doing and right. my situation and how I feel. I'm not bothering you. I'm being a kind and good human. Mm. So... You can fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think you were very brave because in high school, um, you were like one of the first, you, definitely one of the first in our year. But mm -hmm. then even like in high school, what was this? You were, this was freshman year. Yeah. When you started dating. That was sophomore year. That was sophomore year. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, sophomore year was wild for us, right? <laughs> So wild. But, so she, you started dating someone who had previously been in a relationship, a, a queer relationship that was very yes. visible, as in like hand holding in the hallways, and everyone kind of knew them. Yes. I knew them as I like knew, yeah. the gay couple. Yes. And so once you started dating that person, you kind of became like the gay couple. couple. Yeah. So it was you were definitely very visible. And was that ever like? scary for you or what was it like when you were in high school and and you were so visible in that way or so known to people for something <laughs> that like isn't isn't everything about you, yeah you know um I think at times it was very scary because one like you said people aren't seeing me for me they're seeing me as the gay kid and that's okay and that's fine but like you said there's so many more layers to me than the label of gay and that was what I was seeing I'm at. sorry the way you said that was somebody gay <laughs> <laughs> gay but you know that was what I was seen as and sometimes it would like it would make me overthink how people perceived me and what mm. they thought about me that'll really mess with you yeah, yeah. It, it really will and sometimes I felt a little weird for it um, I was like, are we being too much? Is it... And, like, I don't think we are ever... I mean, there is some things that I would definitely change about that whole entire thing, but... That's, that's a topic for another podcast <laughs> episode. <laughs> but 
Yeah, I don't know. It was definitely hard. But I think I was also really proud of myself at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was doing things that, you know, I think at times I would think to myself and say, hopefully some other kid in this school sees me and knows they're not alone mm-hmm. and that they're not the only one who's gay and maybe can feel more confident through this and like we're making a difference in some small way yeah. to someone else. Uh. You're too good. Stop. (laughs) That's so sweet. Don't flatter me like that, Sarah. (laughs) But the other thing... Were you going to say something? No, no, go ahead. The other thing I wanted to ask you... Hi, Quavo. Little Kitty (laughs) has come to join the podcast. I wish he was a meower. I would just put him up to the mic. And let him just meow into the mic. He's so silent. He's just squeaky. The other thing I was going to ask you is... um, When you were more figuring out your sexuality, what sort of things helped you... It's a really, really great question. Um, like, what were you turning to? to so, kind of I think out? a couple things I was turning to. I was, one, listening to how my body felt and how my mind felt. Um, I was really, like we had previously, and I think we'll dive into it in a little bit, is the gay YouTuber. YouTubers we can talk about that time. right now. Yeah, yeah I was kind of segueing um, into that. <laughs> so, you know, I, Allie Hills was one of those I was obsessed with her I thought she was the coolest I was obsessed with the song like the music video she made oh and I was so bad because I like God. knew all the words no, and same. I'm like that's, I was like that's knowledge I don't need in my brain anymore like can, but, I, can I delete that now <laughs> and if you played one right now I would get all the lyrics I'd be like fuck yeah get into it <laughs> but I think watching her and definitely like seeing how I felt I mean you know with men and all of that I never felt the way that I did like this just like I want to do things for them I want to be there for them I'm so attracted to them like you know obviously even being gay you can look at a man and say that is an aesthetic man that like they look good whatever yeah but I was never had that other like it was like a oh you know a best friend but nothing more than that yeah and with women it was always like oh my god it's like my best friend and then so much more is there and so I think watching YouTube videos and kind of seeing these other older generation of LGBTQ plus women that were, you know, just helping me feel confident in myself. Mm -hmm. They looked so confident, so happy in their lives. They looked all these things that I wanted for myself. And I was like, wait, and it kind of helped me feel more comfortable too. Yeah. Um, Orange is the New Black was another one because I think that was the moment that had really ever seen women kiss and touch each other in that capacity. Mm-hmm. And so I think seeing that, I was like, wait, that really is something I can do, which sounds silly now that you say it's something that I can do. But no, it so, w- sometimes you need to see things yeah. to realize that it is a possibility. Yeah. yeah. And like seeing that, I was like, wait, like I'm allowed to do that. Right. And I can experience that. So I'd say that um, I didn't really have any gay people to talk to or any gay friends. And I didn't know of any support groups really that I could go be a part of. So I think it was a lot of like internalized dialogue and Mm. figuring that out and really just sitting with my feelings. I mean, I still experimented with men and slept Mm -hmm. with men for a while. I mean, for a few years, like maybe five or six years of that. And I think what you're describing, like the patience and the real like emotional work, you know, and um, kind of sitting with it and figuring out giving yourself space I think that's the stuff that is the most difficult for sure because like you'll see on like um 
like in Hot Stopper. Have you seen Hot Stopper? <gasps> yeah, you the told me to watch show it. On Netflix. So, so and cute. the healthiest and little relationship. Like, yeah, as soon as like Nick Nelson is trying to figure out his sexuality, he's like does what we all do, which is am I gay quiz like Buzzfeed, <laughs> all of that. And the thing is like it does take take so much time exploring different relationships uh, to figure yeah. it out. No, know? and I think that's important. And that's a to healthy do. way to it's do it. It's a very sure. healthy way because. Yeah. Again, there's no pressure to say, this is who I am. Mm. You are allowed to say, I think I'm this, and then backtrack. Or explore that, and there's nothing wrong with that, and it's a beautiful and healthy way to explore yourself. We're human. We experience things in so many different ways. Explore it all. Mm -hmm. See how you feel. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and that's kind of like the topic of labeling. Like Some people find it affirming. Um, and I think I think it's very common for when you are in the beginning of this sort of journey to be like, oh, I need a label, yeah. just because there's lots if, of pressure, right? And if you've like just figured this thing out about yourself, like naming it can give you power in a way, cool. and like yeah. help you like look into it more. Like as soon as you're like, oh, I'm gay, you can look up gay, like gay shit, <laughs> and then like, you can, like figure it out. But, like it pushes um, you into yeah. a direction, and I think that's fine. And I think naming it can be helpful for some people and I think for other people you just don't you don't need a label yeah. and you um, and I think definitely labels can sometimes be or, yeah you know detrimental and right backtrack you more than mm. anything and it's so hard to define labels as well because like sexuality as we know is a spectrum mm-hmm. gender also is a spectrum so oh. like when I say I like women I mean like all women I mean yeah. like transgender women and like every everything yeah. in between, you know so I'm like I don't I don't know, I just kind of, I, I call myself queer personally, but then I also use the label lesbian, but for a long time I didn't feel comfortable with the word lesbian, which is so weird, like, so, yeah. yeah, and then recently weird, I've, like, gotten more used to it. More sure. comfortable yeah. with it, yeah. No, I think, I don't know, I definitely think I'm comfortable with the word lesbian, because I'm like, eh, do, do be describing me, but sometimes I <laughs> do, do. be describing me, okay. <laughs> But, you know, I definitely don't mind. I mean, especially with, like, gender, you know, like, she, they pronouns and things like that. Mm. And I'm, like, I don't mind just being, like, I'm queer. Because it's, like, you said, like, you know, sometimes I feel, I think, like, hopping onto the gender thing. Like, I just feel like Paisley. Like, I'm me. Mm -hmm. And that's who I am. And, like, I don't think she, her makes me, like, super, like, wow, uncomfortable. But also, I'm just, like, I'm just me. Like, that's who I am. And you know, whatever, and I think same with, like, the sexuality thing, I'm, like, I'm just me, and I like women, but it's, like, the queer is just, like, an easy way to be, like, that's just who I am Mm. as a person. We're, we're, um, we're going a long while on this episode, I'm thinking maybe we should split it up, like, I'm kind of enjoying like asking you all these questions, I, so I think maybe we just do like one this one, keep it to you because we're oh, already yeah. and then do and like then the a next separate one. All yeah. You. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, and then we can we can make them shorter or longer, yeah. or whatever. But um, there was another thing I wanted to ask you. Um, well, I did like what you talked about, um, like having relationships with men and stuff, and kind of like sexuality not being based on like who you sleep uh-huh. with. I and I when we were starting I this to podcast, yeah, that. yeah. She um wrote that down in her notes, and I was like, that is a very good point because I do think, and for example, sex itself and sexuality mm. are so 
different. I mean, you could be bored. You could just want to try again. Like, <laughs> no, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, like, no you're right. It, <laughs> Sometimes just the facial expression, I was like, that is funny. So I think there's, like, a big difference because I think I slept with men until, like, 2021. 20, mm-hmm. And I would still do it. And, you know, I'd be like, I would get out of a um, woman relationship. And I'd be like, ah, I'm just, you know, I'm like, I know I can sleep with them. Why not? Just, but, but, but every time it was always where I thought I was like, oh, like, it's fine. Like, I'll enjoy it. And I did it. And I was like, ooh, I didn't, I did not like that. That mm-hmm. didn't feel good to me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, everything was fine and consenting and all of that. But I always, I was like, why, why did I do that? Cause I didn't feel, I didn't love that. Yeah. And then finally I was like, why, why am I doing that? I'm not into it. I don't like men like that. So maybe yeah. I should just simply not do that. <laughs> there you go. But you're very right. Like who you sleep with is not determining of your sexuality. Yes. At all. They do yeah. not go hand in hand like that. Cause you can label, label yourself as, you can come out and have not slept with anyone. Anyone. Yeah. yeah. You could totally... You could and be in a marriage, in a heterosexual marriage, and come out as gay. So it's yeah. like... No, yeah. that is, yeah. And it doesn't determine anything. That mm-hmm. doesn't have to do... Because you don't know. And that's what I also hate is, like, especially all the people who come out and they've, you know, never been with a woman or a man and they're gay or queer, whatever, and they feel embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sad that as a society and a community, we make them feel bad for not having it experience with someone what really pisses me off is biphobia Mm, like i have yeah like bisexual friends mainly like bisexual women and a few of them are like in relationships with men and um it's hard because sometimes when the man is trash i'm like yeah no leave them like but at the same time it's like they are just as much of a queer person and you're not like half gay by being that's another reason why i hate the labels is like and you're right there is a lot of biphobia and Mm. i could not imagine how invalidating it would be Mm. to you know say they do end up in a what looks like a straight heteronormative relationship And everyone just looking past their identity. I, I can imagine that is very frustrating. And also, you know, people being scared to date by woman or man or whatever right. because of that. Like, it's very sad. Mm. But I agree with you on that. Good point. So how do you feel now? Like, now that you've had this whole journey. journey. <laughs> I don't like the word journey because it's like I feel like it's used so much. But, <laughs> but journey, yeah. Um... How, hmm, I don't, I don't know, like, reflecting back on everything to where you are now. I think a lot of things come to mind. I think the number one thing that's in my head right now is personal growth and happiness. Mm. I have grown so much as a person over these last couple of years, and, you know, now I'm comfortable with myself. I'm comfortable with my sexuality. I'm comfortable presenting and doing what I want the way that I want to do it because it makes me happy Mm. um and I also think it's a beautiful like I am so thankful that I'm lesbian I think it's a beautiful part of me that I'm very proud of myself for if that makes sense 
Um, it does, yeah. Yeah, and I just always feel like it's very special to me, and it's a cool part of me that I'm like, this is who I am, and I'm proud of it. Mm. And I really like that. Um, i trying to think what else. I don't know. I feel like I've really grown a lot. Like, when I look back into when I first came out, I was so unsure of myself. I was confused, scared, and all those feelings that come with discovering yourself. And now I am confident, at peace, grateful. And so it's just really nice to feel all those feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's deserved. Like, you deserve all that. Yeah. And you had to earn it, though, almost, like, through your experience. Through, yeah. And I wouldn't change a damn thing. I think everything I went through was beautiful and has shaped me into the person I am. And, you know, I think, like we were saying the other night, like, when you said, oh, that person that you were has gotten you through all those phases and has brought Mm. you to who I am today. Because it's easy to look back on, like, some part of your past self where you're like, oh, like, that was cringy. Or, like, oh, I did this. But that person got you to the next relationship, got you to the next thing. So you you kind of have to value all those those parts of you. And I loved when you said that because I was like, that is a really, really beautiful way of looking at it. So, yeah, and I'm, I'm really happy, and I feel like, I've just been a very happy person lately. Good. Honestly, good. yeah. So, yeah, but it was definitely a whole journey discovering my sexuality. Like, I think it is for all of us. And I'm so excited for in the next podcast to hear your journey. Ah. Of, <laughs> <laughs> it was so it. nice listening to you. Now I have to talk? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's your turn. Um, but, yeah, I think that about wraps it up. I mean, there's... I think that's a really great note to end on. As yeah, well. like very a, positive. Very yeah. positive, and all that. And if you guys hop on to the next podcast, that'll all be Sarah's coming out journey. And eep. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace out. <laughs>